Okay. All right, guys. So it's eight o'clock. It's not seven. I'm gonna wait on some people to jump in here. I believe that you should be able to hear me now. Um, I am going to put it on the chat so that when people get in here, you can let me know if you hear me. <laughs> I'm gonna save this um, as well on Facebook. So, Whew. when I tell y'all this is so stressful, like what? Okay. Who? My. Oh my God! I can hear it. It's okay. I got sound because I can hear it on my end. Ooh. Okay. So we're gonna wait on a few people to come in. Um. Let me know if y'all can hear me. I do appreciate y'all for giving me this final hour of your time. I mean, well, just bear with me for this hour because this is this is stressful. Um, I just, y'all, first, actually, let me start by saying this. I, I wanted to say, well, I started by saying this on my first video. So let me start by saying this, um, the very first video when you guys could not hear me. Thank you to everybody who has rolled this wave with me since March. I started this show at the very end of March, Sports Talk Wouldn't Be Episode 1. I have grown. I told you guys that I wanted to start going live, and I am finally live. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I know I just, listen, we gonna just pretend like it's seven o'clock, okay? It's eight, daylight savings, Whew. okay? So, I'ma just give it a minute, I shared the show, I'ma give a few more people a chance to jump in. And I just, y'all, this is whole hard, like, just wanting to be good for y'all. This isn't easy, but, whoo, So, Thank everybody again for tuning in to Sports Talk with your girl, Whitney B. This is me. I'm doing this. This is season two, episode number one. Finally, we have made it to season two, episode number one. I appreciate everybody for tuning in, for being here, especially through the beginning days of this. I know I said this again. Thank you. But this was, this is not easy. Doing this, especially sports, being a woman, Doing what I do, it's not easy. So I thank everybody for making this easy for me. Um, I know this is a little late. I planned on actually being away at this time so I can watch my primetime TV. So I'm not going to try to keep you long. Um, again, thank you guys for being on this um, journey with me. I'm going to start the show again. This is Sports Talk with Whitney B, Season 2, Episode 1. Let's get this show started.
ahead, y'all. This is me running a thing along because I'm trying to read text messages. Um, but welcome into episode one of season two. This is our live episode, so I'm not going to have a lot of graphics, um, as you guys may be seeing the video watching YouTube or on my website. Again, my website is plaster at the bottom. It is mywinnieb.com, so you can find anything, everything, and all the updates on my website at mywinnieb.com. Now, um, I don't have a lot of graphics. I'm not going to give you that. Um, I will post some stuff, push some stuff up, but I'm going to try to look at you and talk to you the whole time to be a little bit respectful for everybody that's new um, that or that will be joining. Um, this is the studio. Like it, love it, enjoy it. I do have a call number. It is a 989 number, so when I do start posting it, please do not let that catch some of y'all off of guard. Um, 989 is a Michigan area code. Um, it's just exactly where I'm here now. Why did I want to get a 989 or area code? I don't know. But anyway, I'm not going to have y'all call because today, some of y'all might want to call like, what happened to seven? I don't need that. Not today. So I will start posting the call number. You guys can definitely call in, um, talk with me. Let's have some fun. I, I really, 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 really um, enjoy doing this. And just to learn a little bit about me, I love sports. Uh, you know, I'm just trying to introduce myself for the people who probably have never watched me live. But I do other shows. I'm big with Tomorrow we have a good show for Rants and Rogue, so please tune in to that. Um, Rocky Road Media, thank you so much, Raquel, for allowing me to be under your brand. I really appreciate you so much because without you, I wouldn't even really be doing this. You gave me that push, that battery in my back when really no one else would, so I really appreciate y'all. Please, y'all, follow RockyRoadMedia.com for everything updated under the new umbrella what's going on under the Rocky Road Productions broadcast. Umbrella, that's Rocky Road Media, R-O-C-K-Y-R-O-A-D-M-E-D-I-A.com. Let's kick the show off talking about um, Tom Brady. This past weekend, Tom Brady did take a big L to uh, Washington. We all knew that that was going to be a game because that was like the NFC wildcard matchup rematch. Taylor Heineke, honestly, I didn't even think Heineke was going to be the quarterback for Washington this season. I mean, not to say he did so bad when he had to take over last year, but I don't know. I mean, quarterbacks in the NFL this season is it anyway. So it's good to see him out there and to see him wanting that revenge against Tom Brady and getting it. But the reason why we're talking about Tom Brady today, guys, is because ESPN Plus is starting to stream a new um, show. It's called Man of the Arena. It debuted today again on ESPN Plus, and this episode was about Tom Brady basically taking over for Drew Bledsoe and becoming the quarterback that he is today. Now, um, Tom's been quarterbacking since 2001. In 2001, I was really transitioning between um, eighth grader and ninth grader in that time. So, Drew. We all know at that point when Tom Brady actually had to step up and take over for him, uh, that was the first, actually, I think, $100 million contract in the NFL. And now he's out a couple of games. So I'm sure with Tom Brady, well, actually in the show, it seems like they broke down that. Like Tom didn't believe that he would 
be the starting quarterback for so long, but he ended up taking that number one spot. So that was amazing for him. I can't wait to actually catch up on the whole episode, but it is on ESPN Plus. And I do believe if you don't have ESPN Plus, they have a streaming link on um, the NFL, I mean, ESPN NFL um, Instagram page. So you can definitely probably check the link out there. Uh, football this week, y'all. I don't know. You know, I love to to the Lions, but this show is going to be about the Lions. Um, so I'm going to try to save that for later. Um, the time games is getting a little boring. The Kansas City um, game Sunday night was okay. I snooze fast because, I mean, we all expected for, well, honestly, the Ravens, I mean, not the Ravens, but the Raiders. The Raiders have, you know, they going through a lot as a team. I did not do a show last week because I just wanted to take a break a little bit before and be transitioning between the and the um, pre-recorded shows. I wanted to make sure I got everything together to see how well that went. But um, the stuff that's going on with the Raiders as far as the coach being fired because he races, um, the player being going to jail because he was being drunk and hit the lady and she died, her and her dog. And then the other um, player being kicked off the team because he posted some, some threats on Twitter or whatever. That team is in shambles. I'm surprised they're still playing. They're probably still playing because they got to get a check. But that's how they're playing, actually. Like, let me just go ahead and go to work. <laughs> let me just do this because what are we doing? Um, so I kind of expect Kansas City to win. Kansas, uh, Patrick Mahomes, the team, they really needed this. The thing about it is it seems like um, Travis Kelsey, he's doing his job. Tyreek Hill, he's overdoing it. Like, son, y'all have not been winning like y'all been winning in previous um, seasons. Calm down. When you make them checks, I mean, catches, kudos. That's your job. Like, stop doing all of that. Y'all not that good. Moving on. As I was saying, these primetime games in the NFL, they're becoming a little boring for me. Um, yesterday's game with Matthew Stafford and uh, the 49ers, this game, to be honest, I kind of expected the Rams to win. I, I was I was way, 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 way kind of shocked. Like, oh, my God, like San Francisco is really standing this. The fact that San Francisco has won now their last five matchups between the Rams and they come off the bye week, why didn't I expect for San Francisco to win? I'm guessing it's because of Matthew Stafford. Then they have Odell Beckham Jr., um, Cooper Cup on that offense. Um, what's the big one? Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. It's like their team reminds me of the Lakers um, of the NFL. Or the Brooklyn Nets. Like, you know, I always talk about these stack teams, all these stack teams, these super teams. That's what I call them. You have all these super teams in the NBA. They have created a, excuse me, a super team in the NFL. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I mean, the Rams are basically doing what they have to do to secure that W. At this point, y'all know 
trading Matthew Stafford um, and Jared Goff to the Lions, that cost them two first-round picks. Um, this season, next season, they had the compensatory pick for last season um, for getting Brad Holmes. They traded for Von Miller. That costed them some second-day, second-round picks and stuff. It's like y'all really mortgaging y'all draft capital off to make sure that y'all get a Super Bowl this season. Now, this season, in the beginning, it was looking real likely, especially when they beat Tampa Bay. We was like, okay, maybe Matthew Stafford wasn't happy or needed to be out. But now we're like, okay, I know this Matthew, me included. Like, this is the Matthew I know, period. And not to say the loss that they took yesterday was necessarily his fault, but a lot of the issues are always going to fall on the quarterback, especially when there's turnovers in the game. Last week, they played to Tennessee. <sighs> Horrible loss. What do you mean? Like, you can't keep throwing turnovers back to back. Two turnovers in less than a minute. Scores off both. He turned the ball over yesterday. Scored off that. Didn't get a pick six like Matthew. We can't. Like, this is you wanted to leave because you wanted a better opportunity. You can't throw the ball like that. And it was, if you want to argue with me, let's go. The chat is open and the phone lines will be open um, next week. <laughs> let's go. I mean, Matthew Stafford threw at least five interceptions yesterday, last night, and only two of them were caught. Congratulations, Matthew Stafford. I mean, at first, he was the clear front runner or one of the clear forerunners for MVP. At this point, who's going to be the MVP in the NFL? I think if we could have to pass it to somebody right now, it would probably be Aaron Rodgers. Mommy, if you're watching this, I know you're probably happy that I said this, but yes, Aaron Rodgers would be my clear frontrunner for MVP at this moment because he's really the only winning quarterback at this point. Um, Lamar Jackson, he's up and down. He's the one I feel like could come back and pull it off, especially seeing as though he's never won that um, title. Again, Tom Brady lost. I mean, Josh Allen's doing okay. Um, they took a W. And I actually like the Bills. Um, I, I did see it out for Justin Herbert with the Chargers, but, I mean, they're choking. Uh, clearly, this is where Matthew Stafford is going. So, the, the NFL MVP right now is really up in the air. Yes, Dak Prescott. I think that Dak Prescott, if anything, he will definitely win comeback player of the year. But I don't know. I don't know. I feel like two interceptions in the first quarter, Matthew Stafford, we can't do this. Especially seeing as though you all in the media. Because when he was with the Lions, Matthew Stafford was quiet. His wife, she had the big mouth. Now he loving the media, all teeth, all that. Okay. Um, he was on the media this week. Oh, the turnovers killed us. We can't do that. Blah, 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 blah. And then you come right out the gate, turnover, turnover. Well, I mean, did you not? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. You know what? The whole team, throw them all away from yesterday. Aaron Donald looked like trash. Jalen Ramsey, trash. Matthew Stafford. Lions, Matthew Stafford. His offensive line, what are we doing? Um, the uh, Higby, the, he did score the one touchdown that they did have, but then 
Ball flipped out his hand, touchdown. Couldn't convert on the third down. You know that uh, the 49ers convert on the fourth down and score. What are we doing here? Like, ugh. And then Sean McVay in the post game talking about we coming back. Okay. Go ahead and get some rest on this bye week. Next. Y'all, before I move further down to football, I want to um, move over to basketball real quick. I should have started there, but Kay Cunningham, I'm so happy that they beat the Rockets last week. Last week, I talked about it a little bit when we did Rest and Rogues, um, because that's the day that the game was on last Wednesday. Thank you, Cade Cunningham and the rest of y'all Pistons, because I really needed them, needed them to beat um, the Rockets. Jalen Green was talking entirely too much shit for them to have to lose. Like, I can't imagine what more he would have said had they took that first L. First off, my dude, you coming from the G League, okay? Like, Kay's coming from college. You wanted to be the first-round draft pick, you were selling it, oh, I want to be in Detroit, I like Detroit, Detroit's nice, blah, blah, blah. And then it turned into, well, I wanted to go first round, but I mean, I wanted to go number one, but I didn't want to be in Detroit. Boy, sit down. Sit down. First off, you knew you wanted to be here. Second off, how is it I want to be here, but then it ain't nothing for me to do? Kill it. You just met. You didn't get picked um, number one overall. I don't understand why he was talking all that junk in the first place because, my dude, you played G League for Houston. You was on the Houston G League team. It wasn't like you played uh, for the Motor City team. So what are we doing here? Like, I'm just glad they won. Uh, The Pistons play the Pacers tomorrow. Um, They did take a a really bad L the other day. I was like, what? The thing is... It's like we watching our teams go through this rebuild. The, the Wings are doing great. They're doing okay. I won't call it great. But in their rebuild phase, like, you can see the Wings coming out on top. Like, okay. They, they're winning soon. Tigers, the Tigers are doing what they got to do. The Pistons, it seems like we're getting the pieces that we need. Now we just want to see the coaching implemented. I I definitely want to see better coaching, um, better, just better. I don't know what they need to do to get that great chemistry. It just don't seem like it's still there on the, I don't know. Maybe they should have more dinners. I don't know. I mean, do, do they have girlfriends in this league like Melanie was on the game? Remember in the beginning when Melanie and Derwin first got on the team and they sent them good luck bamboo? Do the girlfriends still do stuff like that? I I don't know. Let me know. Anywho, the Pistons do play the Pacers um, tomorrow. And the Red Wings, they actually play today. It starts at 8.30. Um, the time has gotten away from me. But if you're looking for something to watch, definitely Detroit Sports is on tonight. Um, let me move over to some NCAA right quick. Um, I'm happy about Michigan. Let me start by saying Aiden Hutchison was voted um, the defensive player of the week for the Big Ten. So I'm I'm very, very, very happy for him. Actually, I was looking at um, the professional football. It was a podcast, and the host was actually saying that 
uh, David Ojibwa, Ojib, Ojabo. Let me look up at my board to make. I'm going to just sign it out. I think it's Ojabo. David Ojabo and Aiden Hutchinson, they're the best actual pass, rush, uh, pass rushers in the NCAA right now, the duo. I personally believe that both of them will go in the top 10. What would be nice of it is if they could have been drafted to the same team, but you know in the perfect world that's not going to happen. Um, I think that Aiden Hutchinson will definitely be like top 15. Now, Odabo, depending on what's, where the teams fall in the draft right now, honestly, they say the Lions will probably pick up Thibodeau from Oregon if he's number one, but if I could do it, I would get Hutchinson over Thibodeau. I mean, he hurt, or he be hurt, you know what I'm saying? I mean... He already looked injury prone to me in college. That's what I'm saying. Hutchinson, he's good. He's healthy. He's he's ready. I would. He seemed like the kneecap biting type for Dan Campbell, and I'm all for it. Now, I'm not sure how far behind Hutchinson he'll go, but I definitely think he'll he'll go um in the the first round as well. Moving along a little bit to Michigan State. Kenneth Walker, my man deserved the Heisman. Like, this guy, he is something else. Like, I mean, at this point, he's averaging 147 um, yards a game. He had over 100. Actually, last week, he had more yards than DeAndre Swift from the Lions. So, I mean, what? Go ahead and just go ahead and get him in the um, trophy. I've told you guys plenty of times how I'm I'm really not one for Michigan State. Like, I've always been a Michigan fan. I love it. Go blue. But this year, I'm, I've been on it. I even said that Michigan State probably would win that game against Michigan. I do agree that Michigan is a more complete team. When you listen to ESPN or NFL Network or whatever, when they talk about college football, a lot of people do agree that Michigan um, has a more complete team because of the defense, um, like the Aiden Hutchinson and Ojabo. Um, the secondary is okay for Michigan. I'm not even going to sit here and, like they they okay. Um, the, actually, the secondary for Michigan State is better than the one for Michigan for me. But I feel like Michigan's Michigan State's offensive is explosive. Peyton Thorne, Kenneth Walker. Um, Naylor, they're good. I think that when you look at the whole team, you know, Michigan got it. This week, Michigan State plays Ohio State. That's going to be a hard pill to swallow. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, CJ Stroud, he has his ups and downs um, moments. They took that loss to Oregon. Okay. They've been fighting to win, win every game. They all have the same record. But I do believe that this is the year that Ohio State has not been playing to the level that the team has always played. So it's a good chance, in my opinion, that Michigan will beat Ohio State. Michigan State, I'm not sure. You really have to watch film and put together a game plan. I feel to probably beat the team, but I just don't see it happening. Penn State, 
I don't know. Like the Michigan Penn State game was cool, but with Penn State and, and beat Michigan State, like I don't know. Like these next two games for Michigan State is tough. Whereas you know Michigan played Maryland, they probably win. I mean, they'll go into Ohio State ten and one, but I don't know. And when it comes to like calling for Jim Harbaugh's job, like who are they gonna replace him with, y'all? Like, tell me. Let me know. Who wants them to replace Harbaugh? Who should they replace Harbaugh with? Because I don't know. I don't quite. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And there's so many college gigs that's up, like LSU. I believe it's one in California. Um, I don't know. I don't even see Jim Harbaugh really going back to the NFL if he was fired. Like, I, that's a good question, but I don't think that they'll beat Ohio State, to be honest. This will be the year if they will beat them, this is the best opportunity that they have to beat them. Like, because Aiden Hutchinson and David Ojabo, all they need to do is sack them. Even in the NFL, what you see is when quarterbacks are under pressure, they're scrambling. They're crazy, you know. So with that pass rush, I that's why I feel like Michigan had a better chance. Um, y'all, my man's Cam Newton is back. I mentioned that I do think that he would get a job in the NFL. I did not think it would take him this long, but when I told y'all previously in the previous episode that Cam Newton was cut from the Patriots, now I personally think it was his vaccination status. I don't think it was his um, status as a player. I think, it, well, actually, let me take that back because Cam Newton was shitting bricks on the Patriots, um, definitely. He was not the kind of Cam Newton we knew previous, but this is him understanding and getting to know Bill Belichick's roster. Now, I think that Bill Belichick did the right thing by getting rid of Cam Newton and replacing him with the rookie Mac Jones and even drafting Mac Jones because Mac Jones fits their offensive scheme. He fits that game. He would be more Tom Brady-esque for that line and do what they need um, him to do. Cam, Cam is that new-age quarterback. He's a quarterback running back. Like We have to create plays to – fit his style of quarterbacking as opposed to this is the playbook, you learn it, this is what it is. Um, So it doesn't shock me that they got rid of him. It shocks me that it took this long for him to get another job in the NFL. Now, I'm very happy that he played and he showed his butt. Like, one, um, he had a throwing touchdown, he had a rushing touchdown, he did his thing, it, and it was shocking to some people, like, oh, Cam Newton going to play? He just got signed. I mean, well, he started with Carolina. He started with the Panthers, so the playbook shouldn't be, you know, that far-fetched. Like, okay, we might have switched a few pieces around, but it wasn't like Matthew Stafford having to explain everything in the huddle to OBJ. No. And it probably, that's probably why he didn't play the whole game either, because... You know, it's still, you know, him getting familiar, but in the game, he did what he had to do. Two CDs, one throwing, one rushing. He's the quarterback we all knew and loved, especially on that Carolina team. I personally think that if Cam Newton would have had 
around him in the beginning like Lamar Jackson have, he would have actually had that big notoriety. But it was like Cam Newton was this hot thing, and then boom, team sucks. Like, I don't know, but I, I think he was one of the, you know, ones to pave the way for these new quarterback running, running backs these days. You definitely had that Michael Vick. Cam Newton came out doing his thing, and now you got Lamar Records setting history, blowing out, you know. For the future of the NFL, these quarterbacks are not going to be able to sit in the pocket for five minutes and wait on somebody to get open. They're going to have to see the hole, realize that everybody is covered, and get some yards. It might not be the whole 10 or get them the first down, but they're going to have to do something, save the sack. And I believe that these new day quarterbacks, like this is what it's going to be. Like they have to, they're going to have to be able to use their arms and their legs. Definitely. But uh, let's get into my favorite part of the show, Lions Talk. The Lions is not going on 17, baby. Not this season, at least. I was so happy that they got the tie. It was almost like a win, if you ask me, because... It's not a loss. I could see the veins popping out of the side of Mike Tomlin's face every time. Please stop putting the camera on this man. I knew then when, when I got the alert that Big Ben wasn't playing, I said, okay. Okay, the Lions might win this game. And then it's Jerry Goff. Like, what are we, what are we doing? So our boys come off. The bye week, they 0-8-1. 0-8-1. That little one that they tied means that the Lions will not be the first team. You know what? I'm going to say that because they're going to do it next season. So I don't, I don't even want to jinx them. But they're not going 0-17 this season. Sports Talk with Winnie B, season one, episode 31. I said they can do it. Episode 30. I said, oh, my God, they might do it, you know. But season two, episode one, I'm here to report. They not doing it, baby. Not not this season, at least. Um, Let's start here. Big Ben was on the COVID list. Najee Harris, we was like, what are they going to do? How are they going to stop him from the run? They did the thing. I mean, Najee had some blowout runs. He had some good runs, but he did not have the ones we expected. <laughs> and they they shut him out like the end zone. It was good. Um, let's give Aaron Glenn a – let's give him a round because I don't know what Anthony Lind is doing. But it's like Eric Glenn is literally every week like building a sandcastle out of a few morsels. I don't, I don't even know how he's doing it. I don't. I mean, the players are hurt. I don't know. But the defense of the line, like when the team, when the season started, we was like, oh, I mean, they got a good chance on offense, but defense, throw them in the trash. And it's like, now we want to pick them out of the trash and go to offense away. Like, what are we doing here? Um, so I think he definitely has a future um, here on the team now. Anthony Lynn, I don't know. Like, let's get rid of him. He's 
he's not doing anything. Dan Campbell said, you know what, uh-uh. We, we've lost eight games. I'm going to go ahead and take over for play calling. And he said, okay, we're not going to give Jerry Goff the ball. Let's just run it, and they run it well. Now, if this is how the Lions could run, they had DeAndre Swift, Jamar Jefferson, the third stream um, back, and he got hurt. I, I hope he's okay. But imagine if they had all of them healthy, because remember, Jamal Williams was averaging over four yards a run. So imagine if they were all healthy with this run game that Dan Campbell was putting on. We would all be happy. Um, I, And then this back injury that they were faking about, I mean, well, you know what, I'm so sorry. Because I did not see no x-rays. I don't know if they were faking it, so don't let me tell you they were faking it. I know they weren't faking it, I don't know. Um, but I just don't understand how we could be complaining stuff on his back, but y'all was still trying to take deep shots that just weren't working. Either either way, golf golf had about fifty some yards. Um, the the backup fullback was in the this game was just I I was talking to my best friend. My best friend said, "Best friend, can you believe?" Um, the kicker didn't kick that field goal. I said, that's where I need to. The kicker didn't make the extra point. It did not shock me. And she didn't understand until I had to break it down. She thought, oh, I didn't see that part of the game. I said, well, that's where it's okay. <laughs> but it did not shock me. When, when I, when that, I, listen, after that man missed that point, I, I looked up to heaven. I said, my God, please just let them tie. That's all we need. Just let them tie. And the Lord said, you know what, Big Wit? You asked time after time after time for a win, and here you go. Thank you, Jesus. Um, let's get to Taylor Decker right quick, though, because he was a little pissed off after the game. He was like, why everybody calling or calling for me to be um, traded? Or whatever. He like, I done did all of this for the city and I thought y'all liked me. Um and I'm like, Taylor. Panesa Well was drafted. Um he's a left tackle. I think he should go to right tackle. Taylor Decker should go to right tackle. Let my man be on the left. I don't know. I mean it's actually against um Pittsburgh, they looked good. They look good. Uh, Sewell looked actually okay on the right. I mean, I didn't have an issue with line. I think they did a really good job at actually protecting him. And what's crazy is uh, J.J. Watt. Is it J.J.? One of the Watt brothers, because you know it's they everywhere in the NFL, a few of them. Um, he was hurt. So this is the worst time for these great players to go down to. Like, we getting into, we need y'all at the top of this, um, the division, playoffs, this good time for playoff talk. Like, what? You don't need your best rusher now. That's my, that's a Mike Tomlin issue, not a Dan Campbell issue, thank God. But I don't know. Like, I don't, I personally do like Taylor Decker and what he's brought to the and I would hope he would stay. Hopefully they figure it out. Right side, left side, what are we going to do? I think it'll be crazy for them to have drafted Panay Suel 
to change his position. Like, what? What are we doing? Like, this is what the Lions be losing though, because they do shit like that. Like, they'll draft me. What I'm gonna do? Figure it out. They're gonna throw my ass somewhere. Hey, you bring your jersey and figure it out. Buy kneecaps. I don't know. I don't know. I, it's just the fact that what we really hope that this is the year they going through a true rebuild. <laughs> I listen. The Lions is not going 0-17. That is the title show, and that's it. Well, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to the Cleveland game. I think that the Lions actually could pull off that win because Baker Mayfield is playing like garbage. We don't even know if he's playing. They don't have OBJ no more. A lot of them are – I don't – the injury list on Cleveland comes out – you never know who's playing. I mean, it changes in the game. I'm almost to the point where I feel like they fake their injuries um, in the games to get extra time. I was like, I don't know. So when it comes to that, I think that the Lions actually could pull this off. I know a lot of people that's going to be there at the game in Cleveland, so I do feel like the Lions will have a lot of support um, from the audience. Let's take a backtrack real quick. So the Eagles game, I heard it was like nobody there, probably two people, 200, I'm sorry. The Rams game in L.A., it was so many people there. Minnesota, I heard it was packed. So I feel like our fans, so we got the kind of fan base that would rather um, travel with the team than See them lose at home, which to me makes sense because I had a blast in LA. Um, and I was kind of upset when I saw people leaving for it. Feel like, what are we doing here? Y'all paid all this money for parking and y'all leaving now. Oh, uh uh-uh. So I'm gonna get all of my money's worth. I pay for this ticket, I pay for this parking, this beer. I'm gonna see them lose zero to 40. I don't care. I'm here, I pay for it. So, yeah, I don't get that. But I do think that the game against Cleveland, I think the Lions have a good chance of winning that game. I also think maybe we could pull Thanksgiving off. Um, Justin Fields still have a lot to learn. The, the Chicago defense, though, is something else. I don't know. I'm a, we got to pray for golf, y'all. Let's, let's collectively pray for golf. Hopefully, we can squeeze out these next two wins, and we'll see. <laughs> like, I don't know. But, guys, I am creeping um, up to the end of the show. I do appreciate everybody, I swear, for just doing this with me. Like, I did not think we was actually going to be here. I mean, I thought it was going to be episode one, maybe next week. I mean, I don't know. After the, the fiasco earlier, I was like, what's going on? But I'm glad that we got through this show. Um, it was fun. I probably skipped over a lot of my notes. If you see me looking up, my board is here. I probably skipped over so much because I was trying not to inconvenience people. I know I told you seven is eight. It's probably over eight. I don't know. But thank you all for tuning in, for everybody that tuned in, for everybody who write me, for everybody who send me messages. DMs who who share my posts who who share everything on social media like I just appreciate everybody please again 
You can catch replays on um, Anchor. You can see it through uh, Spotify, Apple, Google, Pocket, Breaker. The videos will be on my website, mywinnyb.com. It'll also be on um, at Rocky Road Media. Again, that's R-O-C-K-Y-R-O-A-D-M-E-D-I-A. You can also go to rockyroadmedia.com and check out all of the playbacks of Rants and Robes, everything on the Porch Talk podcast that we've done in the past. You can check that out. Please go to the website, like and subscribe. Also go on Facebook to Rocky Road Productions and like the Facebook group as well. We appreciate everything that you guys do and all of the support that you give us. Again, I thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, we thank you. You can catch me tomorrow. Um, I'll be on Rants and Robes. It'll be me, myself, Quincy, and Raquel. We have a great show for you guys. Um, so I appreciate you. Thank you. I will see you. And I, I think I'm a